Brighton, England, 1985. Manchester United plays Sussex and Hamptonshire on Leith when a deadly riot breaks out in the stands. Oi, your boy's a flopper, he is. No, he isn't, he isn't. Your mother can kiss me, bub. <laughs> Twenty-two years later, this riot is still going on. Last year in Brazil, an on-field scuffle turned so violent, locals say a statue of the Virgin Mary came alive and beat the holy snot out of everyone. Um, it's the answer to a footballing question no one asked, and we're all here. Apologies if I sound absolutely chattered. I am half a human being. It's been a full, frank, and productive um, weekend for all of us. We've all watched the football, um, and but we've all been busy. I think we should go round the um, the the group and tell everyone what we've been up to. Not everything, obviously. Let's keep something, but kind of the main thing that um, that people have been doing this weekend. For, for example. Hello, I am your host, Matty Della. I've spent the last three days drinking lots of cider in Camden, watching men throw men and women throw women at other women uh, um, at the Progress Wrestling Super Strong Style 16. Lizzie, um, where was you this weekend? I've been everywhere this weekend. I was at a wedding in Glasgow on Saturday. Lovely place, Glasgow. Would recommend it. Um, and then came back on Sunday and then yesterday I was at Slam Dunk all day and for anybody that's not familiar with Slam Dunk it is a pop punk festival you said that in a, such a way that made it sound like you were a mum explaining to another mum what Slam Dunk is I was but trying you, to make it a bit partridge and I feel like I've succeeded because you, you you enunciated the pop punk bit like to make pop sure punk. which actually reminds me of standing in the queue yesterday for day three of progress um this guy, these, these two like 40-year-old men walk past the queue and the, one of the guys had the most dad response to find out what it is. He walked past and he goes, oh, I think they're all queuing for the wrestling. And I was like, that is the most dad response I've ever seen to anyone going to see the queue for the electric ballroom on a Sunday ever. Like how quaint it is that when we were all queuing up for it going, I think they're going to watch the wrestling. And everyone turned around and went, do you expect we're walking in there? Like big daddy's going to be in there. There's a bunch of like angry nans going to be like throwing hat pins and stuff. Um, Matt Harrison, where was you this weekend? Uh, well, this weekend, I mean, I, I let me see what I did this weekend. I ran my first ever 10K. Uh, I then How did cele- it go? It went fine. I did it in 58 minutes and 59 seconds. So that was good. Brilliant. Um, my time. Sub hour. Well done. Sub hour, yeah. It was, it was practice for, for my next challenge. Uh, I then celebrated by getting the, uh, the Joey special, two pizzas. Um and also, this is takeout pizza as well. It wasn't just supermarket pizza, so I really, really splurged. 
Don't be a child. Let him speak. What else did I do this weekend? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yesterday I uh, went to Wembley and watched my team get promoted to the Premier League. Woo! Oh, that covers that game. So I haven't got to bring that. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the Marty party extends into Splarty. I don't know. <laughs> We've said the word splart and splurt too many times already. <laughs> and it can't be the Marty party if I'm not involved. It's just the Mart part, which the sounds again like we're talking about splarting again. So we're not going to keep bringing that up. <laughs> Mart, Mart, Mart and his part went all the way to Emberley. And I, I just want to say fart. Times, yeah, but I, I didn't. <laughs> um, so just because I know, I know I, I haven't looked at the notes for this part because it's near the end of the season. Um, but can I just ask, are we going to talk about the most important game of the weekend first, i.e. the one I went to see, or the FA Cup final? No, FA Cup finals first. No, and, and, <laughs> and I, I will, um, we, we will um, mention why we're talking about the, um, the Champions League. Can I ask one, one question first? Yeah. Uh, who did Fulham play this weekend, Della? <laughs> we played my offsetting depression of this season. Because <laughs> see you at Wembley yesterday. This is the darkest timeline. Two of you, you two, and you know what? It's the other season, so I'm going to say it. Cunts are in the Premier League. Whoa. And I, I'm, I'm in the championship. That's harsh. Well, we're going to win the championship, um, and I'm going to be happy, and I'm going to watch as Huddersfield finish bottom of the Premier League with the lowest points total. Do you know what's so, quite funny? What's, what's funny is that um, yesterday I had three of my friends, uh, Reading fans, because... It's, it was, the, you know, the place of my the, my, my team, and my hometown show against the, the team closest to kind of the area in which I live. So I knew quite a lot of people who were at the game who were my friends who kind of support Reading. And uh, and during the game, uh, there were some messages flying back and forth, WhatsApp messages. And then and we were arranging to have a, have a beer afterwards. And I said, well, it's probably not going to work out because one of us is going to be here for like another half an hour. Uh, and I don't want to wait around for half an hour for no reason. And um, uh, and after they had they had dispersed and Re- Wembley was pretty much empty and I was still there, I took a picture of where they said they were sitting and I was like, I can't quite spot you. Where are you? <laughs> and it was completely empty. You know what the biggest problem with this is? This whole situation is that Lizzie will take the. Uh, to be fair, Lizzie had her glory and then with what's come out today, got swiftly kicked in the lady bollocks straight away. Um, whereas whereas Mark, lady bollocks. Whereas Mark got his glory, and we've got to wait till at least February before he gets kicked in the balls and gets relegated. I know, so, probably, probably end of August. Uh, you get relegated after four games. Oh no, I was just thinking that end of August will the, the beatings will have begun. Um, so you know. Um, but yeah, the worst thing is is that he's not even going to be like because it's such a rarity thing and he has every right to do this in all fairness this is why I'm maintaining with the C word to describe, describe, describe him for this podcast that he's just going to be so smug from now until at least the first game of the season it's just you can't see me right now is, I literally you know, that, you, know that, you know that bit in the Grinch where his smile goes so big that it's like up the side of his mouth that's basically me when you were talking just then oh I really hope the cheese was undercooked on your Joey special pieces. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, no, it was good. I went to Domino's uh, and I got 
Other um, pizza places are available. We need to keep our sponsorship open. <laughs> well, strangely enough, the reason I thought about getting pizza was because I saw an advert for Papa John's on the way home from the gym. <laughs> and I was like, I should get pizza tonight. And I was like, I don't want to get Papa John's because it's horrible. <laughs> so I'm get, well, I just uh, said we're trying to keep our sponsorship open, you dick. Oh, you sorry. <laughs> well, there's still Pizza Hut. And <laughs> Pizza Express, if we want to go hybrid. No, Pizza Express doesn't deliver. Well, you can pick it up. Yeah, but Deliveroo delivers. Like other de- other delivery companies are available. Stop doing this. Um, Hashtag Uber Eats. Um, to be honest, though, Marty, yes. you would be just as bad if it had been the other way around and Fulham were on their way up. And don't say you wouldn't, because we all know you would. I would be, but because <laughs> I, wasn't in- I wasn't involved, it's lucky that, um, that I had a really fun weekend and... I think I think I should paraphrase a, a, a lovely man that I'm, I'm sorry of this weekend in Trent Seven. I don't think he's listening. He's probably busy being a big WWE superstar at the moment. But he did say this when someone said that he sounded miserable. Um, I'm going to paraphrase it. I'm going to say I might sound miserable, but these are the dulcet tones of the Essex accent, supplemented by the offset depression of what happened on Sunday. Now fuck off. Let's talk about the FA Cup. Um. The FA Cup final, Arsenal 2, Chelsea 1. I can't Woo! shout my voice has gone um, for this past week. So um, I'm going to kind of just do this in a um, in kind of a loud, hushed tone. A superb performance from Arsene. But Lizzie, according to the papers, two more years. Two more years. Two more years. This two is why. Two more years. Two, but go on, carry on. Why we can't have two nice things. Two more years. Mark, anything to add? Title, 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 title. There we go. Now I feel better without bullying Lizzie. It makes it makes me so much better. Um, in all fairness, it was like I watched the highlights um, today in my tired, probably still drunken haze, um, and Arsenal were fantastic for the, for the for the for the full game. Not even like a smash and grab job. They were by far the better side. I was I was really nervous actually because obviously our back three was not the back three we've been using of late and everyone was saying how much we'd struggle without Koscielny. Um but I think Rob Holding put in an absolutely brilliant performance. Um per um per I think this is why he's um team captain or I think he used to be, um, is that he just has He's, he kind of when he's on the field, like you, he kind of brings the team together, and you feel like he really, really wants the team to do well, and he really loves the club, um, and I think that shows because he always puts a hundred percent in, um, even though he's slow and everyone likes to make a joke. He had a about magnificent that. game, like his positioning. He really and his, did, and his tackling was on point. Like it was, it, it was, was superb. Do you want to hear something I heard earlier though, and I don't know how how true it is, but my. God, I really, really hope it's true. Um, him and so he had this idea, and him and Rob Holding basically psyched out Costa the entire game. Rob Holding just basically abused him the whole game, like verbally. Um, and then Murtasaka would come in and be like, "No, it's all right, mate. It's all right," and like be really nice to him. So um, they they psyched out Diego Costa doing the, doing the old good cop bad cop routine. Yeah. <laughs> during a football match during the FA Cup final it's absolutely outstanding oh, I think we might try that when we play football in a couple of weeks if me if me and you are on the same team Mark 
or me and you, Lizzie, will just whatever player, whatever strikers up front, I'll just give them pelters, and you're just really polite to them. When is when are we playing football? Yeah, not not for this podcast. <laughs> I, went yeah, when, I, went, I went past Wembley Power League yesterday, and it was it's it's a it's a building site. It's not there anymore. Yeah, I know. We're going. I'm not sure if it's still happening, but hopefully it is. I think we're trying to find another place to do it. But um, we're not going to tell everyone. We don't want all six of our listeners turning up. Um, another person who had a, um, an on-point game, Anthony Taylor. Mark, I mean, the two decisions that he um, had, the two big ones, the first goal for Aaron Ramsey and then the, um, the, the big call to send Moses off, were both fantastic calls. I don't, and correct calls. I don't even know what you're talking about. I've forgotten all football up to the point of yesterday afternoon. I don't know right. anything about let, history let, 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 get, get into your mind, Palace, like Sherlock, and, and you'll have to dig it out. So, What happened? The Aaron Ramsey goal. Arsenal won a game? Yeah. <laughs> are, are you going to be this unbearable the whole fucking time? Because I will just hang up on you. Does this mean it's, they're gonna, they, they finish fourth now? I I'm... I'm just no, okay, okay, okay. But okay, he did miss. Well, there was that one, the one decision in the run up to the goal about whether or not there was a handball. Which if for me, meh, I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry, for you, meh. for you, you're just going to turn into a cow for thirty seconds. Or <laughs> for me, I'm going to turn into a 1950s um, gangster. Yeah, see. Yeah. For me, yeah. Okay, uh, fair enough. Anyway, for you. You're um, going to finish the sentence for you what? It was not a handball? Yeah, for not, I, I did say that. And then you started making noises that I made once. Um, I said it wasn't a handball. I think it was kind of came down at an, at an awkward angle and it was more ball to hand than hand to ball, so to speak. I've seen um, it. I think it might have been. Well, yeah. Anything to add? Are we just, just about, are we just make are we all that tired that we're all just gonna make noises anytime we ask questions? I just went meh Mark just goes and then just <laughs> We've all turned into the sound effects from well, Police Academy. <laughs> what happened was that I wasn't much like football nowadays, because you get to a certain point where you just see so much sport that you kinda of have it on, you just look up whenever the commentators get excited. And I <laughs> I kind of looked up and I was like, oh, that's some scored. Cool. Um, <laughs> and I just thought about that again. Wow, this great football journalism, Matt. Well, you know this what? <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to ignore Martin until we get to the playoff final. Because he's clearly <laughs> just, just doesn't care about anything other than that game. Just going to focus on Lizzie. Anthony Taylor, refereeing. Pretty good. Good. Good refereeing. Really good decisions. Um... Which is great because there's been times where he has not made good decisions, especially for us. Um, but yeah, he had a really, really good game. Like having the bottle to give a second yellow for a dive in a cup final is pretty good. And it wasn't. It wasn't even he was trying to like bring the foul out of the, out of the uh, defender. He literally just fell over. Do you know what he happened? Just went, terrible dive. I'm going to try and get an advantage here. Do you guys know what happened? Um... Yeah, yes, uh, the day after the cup final for Victor Moses. What? I got married! He got married, yeah. Imagine it, would you reckon he was in a bad mood for his whole wedding? Well, no, thinking... Do you reckon he got himself sent off? Because he was like, oh, guys, I really need an early night. I'm getting married tomorrow. Or was it, or, or, or was it a case of, I need to get the rehearsal dinner starts at seven. I need yeah, to literally. <laughs> this can't go into extra time. Um, 
or there's obviously the obvious jokes about what you know during his first dance he might have fallen over and all that kind of jazz you know I won't that you can you can write them yourself so I love that Mark can't even be bothered to make his own jokes anymore I just do them yourself I'm mate I'm too I'm too high right now I'm Premier League oh for God's sake um, I'm, I'm, one, <laughs> I'm I'm one step away from being dangerously mid-table and mediocre like Fulham were for so many years and then I'm also then dangerously mediocre to be called a glory hunter oh my God just punch him in the face and get it over and done with. Oh, you know what? Seriously, if, if, if he's at the same football pitch as me in a couple of weeks' time, there's a very good chance that I may attempt to try and di- separate one of his legs from his body if he's going to continue like this. Just, just, <laughs> just so he learns some goddamn respect. Um, yeah, and obviously give um, the, the goal um, early on was a, was a big shout. I think it really put Chelsea on the back foot because Chelsea did not look um, like the title-winning side, Lizzie, at all. They, they looked... You could argue that they look lethargic. Yeah, they look like it was literally just it was once similar to Athletic a couple of years ago in the Champions League final. You know when they played that high octane um, football and they won the Spanish league, and then the week after they had the Champions League final, and they just looked shattered. And Chelsea kind of the same. They looked like they were kind of just going through the motions in this game, and Arsenal took advantage of it. They they kind of just hit them. I mean, obviously Costa got the equaliser. It was a really nice take. You could argue that Espina should have done. Should have should have. Um, Got to it. Yeah, I thought he did a strange, a strange thing. Espino. It was almost like he tried to punch the ball out of the way, but missed it. Yeah, like he seemed to be a yard. He died a good deflection, but he seemed to be almost like a a yard off from his positioning to kind of where Diego Costa was. Diego Costa was on that um, left hand side, so he should have been ready for. Or should have been in the, at least in the middle of his goal to make sure that he could cover both posts, but he was out of position. But then again, he, like he deserved to be. I know it was like wise check not in the cup final, but he's played every round in the FA Cup, so I don't see why he wouldn't be obviously in this one. Um, and then um, Giroud comes on for I think for Welbeck and hits a beauty. Basically, straight after that goal, it's a beauty of a cross for Ramsey to nod home to put Arsenal in front and win the FA Cup. I mean, I, I remember the, every time I see this now, it brings me back to um, Mark making this point earlier on in the season of any time on match of the day when they show a substitute coming on, you know they've either played a part in or they've scored the next goal. And the second Giroud came on, I was like, yep, I, well, he's doing something. I know something's going to He's doing a thing. He's yeah. going to do a thing. Um, it's like the rule of if there's a if there's a, a gun in the first act, someone's going to get shot in the third. If there's a substitution shown in the 70th minute, someone is going to score in the 80th to 90th minute. Do you know what the other rule of that is? If they show someone getting a yellow card, you know full well they get another one later on. This is true. Chekhov not only works in plays, he also works in match of the day. Um, and But then, the, right um, near the end, Hector Bellerin nearly scored an absolute classic FA Cup final goal. He basically, um, Mar, did... Similar to the um, that run, oh, I can't remember the name of the Barcelona player, El Clasico. Who was it that did, did that long? Oh, run? So, yeah, yeah, it reminded me of that too. Sergio Roberto, I think that yeah. was. Maybe it's just Spanish players. They just yeah, yeah, no, I, that's strange. I had bastards for running from 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 one end of the pitch to the other. Yeah, strange enough, I actually had the exact same thought at that point. They reminded me of the Clasico and the right back going nuts. I would, I would love it if, like, when um, Bellerin got that ball, he kind of just, it, it feels like a film, or they should do some editing where it just cuts to like him thinking of Sergi Roberto <laughs> in the El Clasico, or him, Sergio Roberto going, "Run, run, my son!" Even though Sergio Roberto is probably younger than him, and then him just going on this massive run. But it was very similar. Um, and then El Nenny with the tactical moment of the game, 
one-on-one with the keeper, but then cutting inside just to take that extra three seconds to ensure that Arsenal had the ball come full-time. He didn't absolutely cock up a golden opportunity to score at all, Lisbeth, did he? It wasn't exact, It wasn't him messing up. It was tactical genius. It wasn't as bad as Ozil's miss. Ozil had, a, had an opportunity to put it away as well. Um, well and his was... For- you know... You know, you know all, all, is forgiven is, for what? all is forgiven for Merzel because he did a yard on his yard, so... Um, yes, he did, and I love him for it. He kind of had to, though, didn't he? It's kind of it's his like thing. his thing now. Yeah, it's his thing. Was it me, or did he, did he have a new haircut? He's got some blonde. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's on some of them, like... But I think some, he's had that for a while. I think he's, had to go to, he's going for, like, frosted tips a la NSYNC. He's going down that route. He's Well, you know, the 90s are back in fashion. Really? So why should frosted tips not be? Yeah, have you not seen the way teenagers dress now? I have a fear. I have several reasons why frosted tips should not come back into fashion, but we haven't got time. Um, but Lisbeth, the the, the yes. press, the press have gone Ugh. wild, saying that yes, they Ar- that Arsene Wenger is going to be given a new two-year contract, much to the much to the chagrin of the red side of North London. What are I... your thoughts? I really, really hope that the press have massively got it wrong and actually he's stepping down to become director of football and that's actually what his two-year contract is for and not um, that he signed another two-year contract as manager. And I'm hoping that Tuchel has um, left Dortmund because they've they've got a contract lined up for him at Arsenal. However, I feel this is just a little fantasy world that I'm living in and we're going to have another two years of Wenger and I'm going to... Re- repeatedly bang my head against the wall next year I, I all want to point out one thing this contract for me I don't know if you agree Mark um, finishing fifth for a team with the players they've got finishing fifth getting the FA Cup after all the uproar of this season of, of Wenger needing to go surely the giving him a contract basically goes we have, we have found that our level is the top six and a cup competition. We are not aiming for anything more. Essentially, Mark, you could argue that with this contract, Arsenal basically going, we are going to reward me mediocrity in a, it, when it comes to a club that have won the title several times. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. It, it, it does kind of... I don't know. It screams partly of maybe giving him a chance to go out on his own terms, you know, um, slash a business decision. Are you saying that he's been given a two-year contract but he hasn't necessarily taken it? No, I'm thinking more... You know, think about how Sir Alex Ferguson went out. He went out, he won the title. You know, um... That's not going to happen under Wenger or anything. Yeah, but we're not winning the title. That's this. This is the problem. Like, but that's what I mean. I'm, I, maybe they're giving him that one chance, one last chance to kind of win. I, I reckon, you know, if they were to win the title this coming seat next season, then he'd probably retire. Wouldn't need to do anything else. But what if he doesn't? What's he going to do? What's he going to do in two years' time? Sign another two-year contract? Hopes he wins the title? It's complete. Completely stagnant. And I didn't say it was a good. Bang on. I, I didn't say it was a good idea. <laughs> so. No, I know. But like what Matty said is absolutely bang on. Like it shows that the board have absolutely no desire for this club to do anything other than just carry on where we are. It's exactly what it is. You know, it, you know, with Wenger in, you don't have a, a manager that's that's asking for for more money. You don't have a manager that's asking for more, more and more and more. Wenger's perfectly satisfied where, where he is. Of course he is. He's a 70-year-old man. This is a, this is, this is a great opportunity for him to just sit around. Um, 
the board then don't have to spend any money. Like you say, it is a complete business decision. And I, I just want Wenger to realise that he is not good for the club anymore. But for us to acknowledge all the amazing stuff that he has done, including this weekend, we've now won the FA Cup more than any other team. That is one hell of a um, achievement. And he's won it more than any other manager in the English League. But where does it end? Where does it stop? At what point does he say, actually, no, I'm done. I'm throwing the towel in and I'm leaving this club. And it be at a point where the fans are still a majority, happy to see him go, but also happy to acknowledge him as the greatest manager we've ever had. When people forget that that is the case. I don't think we said this point a couple of years ago, saying that he's very close to um, kind of putting a, a tarnish on his legacy at Arsenal. By, by staying on too long and kind of and and plummeting not plummeting Arsenal but that's a bit of an extreme word to use um, putting Arsenal in kind of this just well we're 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 a we're a fourth to sixth place side now um, yeah and, and the FA Cup is basically our echelon um, and yeah it's it's interesting I was like listening to Arsenal fan TV but more intelligent and higher class so um, it was good let's um go on to the other game at Wembley hold the up yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, yeah, my response to this when I saw the messages come through as I'm trying to enjoy myself in the Camden Electric Ballroom. What just fucking happened? Huds nil, Reading nil. Huds win on penalties because Germans. Um, yeah, like the fifth smallest budget. Well, a the German champion. missed the penalty. So. Yeah, but, true. but German then scored the winning one, I think. So yes, this that. is also true. Um, fifth smallest budget in the championship, and you're in the top flight. David, I think, Parker, I think, I think bottom three budget actually. I, from what I've read, is the fifth smallest budget in the okay. championship. Um, David, David Wagner. Even I could admit because I said that you were the better side compared to the other four. We over a season, you were the, the probably the better side to go up out of the four teams in in there. Um, so that's why I, I politely conceded that you earned your place in the Premier League. But surely David Wagner's manager of the season across all four leagues. Like, how he's done this is yeah. mind-boggling. Yeah, it's quite it's quite amazing. Um, I guess um, let's, get, let's get a few things out of the way. Yesterday's game will not live long in the memory as a good game of football. Oh, no, no, no. It was utter shite. It was, it was terrible. I actually um, got home last night about half past nine, ten o'clock and uh, watched, I was going to watch the whole game and then I watched the, fir- the first ten minutes were great. All the action was in the first ten minutes and then I fast forwarded the rest. Um, you trying to find, were you trying to find yourself? No, I was on the, I was on the side of Wembley where the cameras are pointing, but the, ca- the cameras point towards the tunnel and I was on the side where the cameras are so there's no way I was going to be on TV. Well, we have seen you in Wembley but you refuse to let us put it online. So This is true, yeah. So they did this thing where they announced before kickoff that during the game they would take a, a picture of like a you know you know like like all these different things now like VR and panoramic panoramic pictures have been around for ages but they said they'd take this picture of the entire stadium and it would be so it would be a special type of picture where you could put, you could zoom all the way in and find yourself and I, I remembered about it today and I was like oh this is cool so I go and find it um, so yeah I'm looking super serious um, but uh, but yeah. Um, it was a bloody awful game of football. Uh, it was very, very warm yesterday, uh, even though it was overcast, so it was quite uncomfortable. Also, I couldn't get a ticket 
where I usually go in Wembley, which is um, kind of on the on the bottom tier, and I don't like heights at all. And I was in the top tier of Wembley, but I was only on the third row. So for most people, that's not very high. But I bloody hated it. The all I I I hated standing up. My legs were to jelly. Um, I do love that Mark, after all this, um, like I still managed to find stuff to complain about. But it can't yeah, be getting promoted. I don't like the heights. Like, I hate them. Um, but My it shoes was, were too tight. Yeah, it was too warm. Um, there were too so, many people. There were too many people. A man looked at me funny as I walked in. No, actually, well, I, I made I gave the, the steward at the end my um, my like banner that was on my seat because uh, he was making me laugh. Um, but yeah, it was it was a it was a, a pretty much a, a, a terrible game of football. Neither team looked like they had a had a goal in them. Um, Wazy Brown, state of your miss. Um, I watched it back and I was at half time. They showed it again on the big screen and people saw how. Um, the, the first replays they didn't, that they showed didn't show it from the angle we could see how bad a miss it was. It looked like he was kind of outside the edge of the post. So it looked like it was. He didn't didn't realise that he was quite literally kind of just right there ready to tap it in. Um, but yeah, the two best chances we had were Izzy Brown and, and, and Hefele in that the first five minutes should have scored with a header from a free kick. But apart from that, it was um, it was fairly tertiary. I don't think Redding had a. A proper chance. I mean, they had a couple of shots on target, but I don't think they had a proper moment, uh, if that makes sense. And yeah, we did penalty shootout. Um, same end. This is this also this also continues a trend that in four four playoff finals I've seen Huddersfield play in, I've never seen them score a goal. And well, yet, really? Isn't it out of the last five playoff finals they've won? They've those are the four they've won. Out of our last five playoff finals, we've won four of them, but three of them were nil nil and went to penalties. We won the penalty shootout, and the one in nineteen ninety five where we won two one, I wasn't there. So So it's your uh, fault. Yeah, and the other one we lost three nil. So I've never seen a score a goal. So it's almost like you just turn up just to watch the penalties. Um, And I turned up about quarter to five. Yeah. I gotta admit the 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 atmosphere was absolutely fantastic. Um, I thought that um, both sets of fans were really really great and lots of. Unfortunately, there's a lot of there's a lot of weirdness. I, I don't know if, I don't know if it's new, but there's a lot of strange kind of vitriol that goes on on the internet uh, from football fans. And I don't quite understand it. This idea of uh, of apparently you know it's not it's not. You know who? Obviously, there's always stupid stuff like, "Oh, which club is bigger than whatever, whatever club?" Which is which is stupid because objectively there is no such thing. Um, but people get really and really frustrated by the amount of fans one takes to a game. And you know, we teams who weren't in the playoff final were like, "Oh, we would have sold out this, or we would have done that." I, I think it's a very strange argument because. The attendance yesterday was, I think, seventy-four or seventy-six thousand, which was actually more than it was last year. It was seventy thousand there last year, um, and yet people decided that both clubs are small and worthless because of, of it's a very strange argument. Um, but the atmosphere was really, really fantastic. Everything was pretty good. Nature's Reading fans were really great. Um, I thought that. Um, I, I can't. I still can't quite believe that we're a Premier League club. Um, it's not happened since the 1970s. So, the vast majority of people watching the matches now are, are never going to have seen something like this. 
Um, I looked. I admit, I looked at the Premier League table this morning to remind myself of the teams we'll be playing. Um, you know, because the, the, the only other, the only other sad thing I think, well, the slightly sad thing is that we've actually we've actually had a pretty a lot of pretty decent draws with the, the FA Cup in the last like ten years. So we've actually we you know we've already played at the Emirates recently. Like a lot of people my age remember us playing at the Emirates. We've played at Stamford Bridge twice in the last decade. We played at the Etihad. Was it we this season, Etihad, this season? Season. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we've not had we've not had really many big clubs come to us. We had Man City come to us this year. We had Liverpool come to us in like nineteen ninety nine or two thousand for the FA Cup. Um, but there's one there's one place that I always I, I never wanted to go, but a lot of our fans. It's one place that people never seem to have got a chance to go to, and that was White Hart Lane. <laughs> and this is the season when again they won't have that chance. So you know, if we don't stay up the first season, we won't get a chance to go to the do one either. Also, uh, in in theory, I just want to point this out, and this might um, give you give you some hope. I know we'll talk about it in a second. Is that obviously Spurs are playing at Wembley? Spurs have never won at Wembley. You've mm-hmm. won four out of your five last trips to Wembley. Therefore, instant three points against Spurs. But there's no penalty shootouts in that game, unfortunately. So we're getting nil-nil. Um, well, maybe if they, if they, if they just do some try- diving in the penalty area. Yeah, just dive. Yeah, exactly. Um, but let's but, be let, let's be real. Honestly, um, sorry, I'll, I'll, go on, Lizzie. Go on, ask your question first. Um, for the Arsenal Huddersfield game, can we all meet up and watch? Yeah, uh, it's important that we do. Yes, we might even be able to. I'm, oh. I am. I am wondering what games I might potentially be able to get a ticket for, because. Ooh. Yeah, there were certain games. I don't think I'd be able. To, I don't think I'd be able to get a ticket in the in any of the away followings. But there were certain t- games, you know, like the Spurs, where it might be possible to get a ticket because I don't. You know, Spurs aren't going to sell ninety thousand tickets for every home game. And I actually did check; they are opening up all ninety thousand seats for the thing. So you know, I, I actually I'm not a particularly boisterous football fan. I actually do kind of go there and actually watch the game. Um, so I'm I might take the chance, but I probably won't. To be honest with you. Um, but, but what, yeah. are you, what are you hoping for next season? Let's be let's let's be real here. What what are you? I'm hoping that we don't get embarrassed. Um, I don't think we will because I think the day I think the gap between the top of the championship and the bottom of the Premiership is actually a lot closer than some people think. Um, but I I I hope we don't get embarrassed, and I don't think we will. Um, Do you think you'll stay up? It's impossible to say right now because I think the team will be the team. Look, will be, at, look at Bournemouth. Look at Burnley. Yeah, and this is the thing. Like Bournemouth and Burnley actually didn't change that many of their starting eleven when they went up, and they so you know there's that there's that bit now. The the problem we have is that we definitely need to find some more goals from somewhere because you know we we're the first team that's ever gone up with a negative goal difference. Uh, we only scored one goal in open play in the playoffs. We only scored one goal at all in the playoffs. But I think that I think a lot of the a lot of the the feedback on the has people have been looking at kind of our last five or six games. Uh, we didn't finish the season in particularly good goal scoring form either. Um, but actually, if you look at look at us over the course of the season, um, we 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 have performed. You know, we definitely were the best team outside the top two, um, and we performed very well. But we, yeah, you know, we, everyone everyone at the moment really likes all our players. But I think realistically, there are, there are not a huge amount of them that people would expect to flourish in the Premier League. That's not to say they couldn't they couldn't make a step up, but 
Yeah, so, you know, we will need to buy, we need to buy the same people that everyone needs to buy when they go up. You know, basically the spine of your team. But the one thing that I wanted to kind of ask about is obviously, isn't a lot of your um, your big players on loans? I think, isn't Casey Palmer, Izzy Brown on loan from Chelsea? And then yeah. Aaron Moyes Dan- on loan from City, so... Yeah, Dan Ward on loan for Liverpool as well. I have, so, a, I have a feeling you'd probably sign him on a permanent deal, so... Well, that's, that's what I heard yesterday, um... The, the thing about it is, is is that I think all the players have enjoyed and will continue to enjoy playing for Wagner because he's a manager with clearly a, a burgeoning reputation. So I think that will be in our, in our benefit. Um, you know, Moe is the big one. Moe is one that, um, you know, I think City could probably put up for auction. If, if City wanted to sell him, they could probably say, you know, we'll accept bids. And I dare say there'll be people out there willing to pay more money than we, we would have. I have heard a rumour today that... Um, that apparently uh, there is there, there was a, a fee already agreed subject to promotion so that if that's true then then that could be something um izzy brown's an interesting one he was on absolute fire for us when he first came on loan uh got injured and hasn't really performed i don't think as well since he's been back um i would definitely take him back though um again we all know that chelsea have about six or seven squads worth of players that they could afford to um, to sell. So it's whether or not that, that price would be reasonable. Uh, Casey Palmer, I don't think is quite as good as, as um, Brown. So it would probably depend on the, um, on the fee, but I think he's one that's probably more likely to be, to be able to be purchased. Uh, but it depends on value. You know, I think you'll probably expect to find a shopper in Germany again, quite a lot. Uh, to finish things off, there were two things. One time that came to mind, if you listen back to a few podcasts ago, I think around the second time we played Huddersfield, I'm fairly certain I turned around to um, everyone on this podcast and said, we've beaten Huddersfield in an aggregate of 9-0. Watch them. I think we said, watch them beat us 1-0 in the playoff final. Um, yes. But what's happened is, they beat us in an aggregate of 9-0. Watch us. Um, watch Huddersfield get promoted on top of us. So it did happen because life isn't fair. And um, secondly... Um, one slight problem with this whole thing your team celebrated with selfie sticks out therefore I am now writing a petition to the FA for you guys to be relegated to the Sunday League so uh, just to point out that that was something that Skybet gave all the promoted clubs at all the playoff finals so if you weren't just a glory supporter uh, you would have actually watched some of the matches like I did <laughs> and I watched Blackpool versus um, Exeter on Sunday and as you'll see when they go up to the t- take the trophy uh, one of the people who represent Skybet gives the team uh, that to take with them as well, part of the experience well, of the fans. Well, so Captain give your head a good give your head a good shake. Well, Captain Billy Big Bollock's smart ass. The thing is, is, I did watch those games. I just turned off before they lift the trophy because it wasn't my team. Therefore, I'm not interested in watching people that I don't care about lift the trophy I can't have. Um, so we'll, we'll move things on. Up yours, Matt Harrison. You. Definitely, mine don't. No, but definitely up mine because we just went up in the league to, I think, the Premier League. Where oh, now we're... there are words that I want to say on this podcast that I can't say because it will get me in trouble. One other thing I saw today was I'm fairly sure that a bunch of Fulham's good players are being uh, being bought by Premier League clubs, so they'll they'll also be in the Premier League as well. <laughs> I hope you finish this next season with nine points, and if we do. The last podcast of the season is going to be 40 minutes of me just roasting you, not like for 40 minutes. And you have no comeback. You have to sit there and listen to 40 minutes of me just hurling abuse at you with several slanderous claims made about you in it. At I least could, three. 
I could at least put you. I could just put you on mute. No, you have to listen to it. Like, oh, okay. I would also rec- I would also kind of demand that you have it on loudspeaker with your family in the room. <laughs> yes. You smug, smug. And again, end of the season. So I'm going to use this word, cunt. Um, no, I, that, that, I, that's the only word that I could. I just have never used. Well, it, tough luck. It's happening. Um, Europa League final. Manchester United 2, Ajax 0. It's obviously a highly emotional win following the horrific scenes that happened um, last Monday. But watching this game, kind of to talk about obviously the the, the matters at hand, um, and obviously not the cloud that's kind of over the whole game, is that that young Ajax team, while as good as they were, I think their oldest player, uh, Mark, was like 28 or something. Davy Klaassen, I think, was 28 years old. Was their oldest player in the squad? Uh, yes, I think so. I think the I think the final got to I think the final got to them in the end, and it was kind of overawed by the whole thing. And United had a um, had a fairly um, easy game. Jose wanted Champions League football, and that's what he got. He did, and he looked bloody happy at the end, didn't he? In terms well, yeah, of well, I was I was confused because a fan came on, and then like it seemed like the fan <laughs> spear tackled Jose, and they were kind of having a, a a bit of a weirdly close cuddle on the floor. And I was about to send a joke going, "Why is Jose doing inappropriate things on the pitch?" Then they said, "Oh, that's his son." I'm like, well, "I'm not going to send that because that would imply something that's illegal." Um, but yeah, like he was loving like the start of it when the first goal went in, he was just sitting there not bothered, completely mm. nonplussed. And then the finish end, he was. Tackling people, screaming, pushing people into things, all sorts. But it was a fairly, it was it was a pretty run in the mill win for Man United, which is surprising that this season they've not had many of them. But that Ajax team just seemed to. I don't bottle it's too harsh to say on a team that young, but they just seemed they got stage fright. I think it basically was. Yeah, it was again. It was a bit of a nothing match, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it kind of it kind of piled into insignificance in the end. Um, a deflected effort from Paul Pogba and um, Mr. Europa League Henrik Mkhitaryan um, getting the win, um, getting the Europa League for Man United. So they've now won. Literally, they have won all of the trophies. Yeah. So, so Man United can close that football manager save now, and maybe go to a different club. They can. <laughs> Do you say that Man United have won football? Um. They've, well, they've won all the trophies, so they've completed. They've levelled up. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if football 2.0 is any harder. Yeah, I think they're waiting for the new um, DLC to come out so they can, they can go forward and, I don't know, start playing handball or something. Um, the League 2 playoff final. Um, Blackpool went up, um, making their way back nice. up the league, first time of asking. Mark Cullen and Brad Potts. Um, I think it was that one set up, one for the other, and then vice versa for both goals, wasn't it? It was, um, I think, Mark Cullen set up Brad Potts for the opener. And then Brad Potts set up Mark Cullen for the um for the winner, which is nice and symmetrical. So I'm happy with it. Teamwork. Um, the goal for Exeter though, I know um, Mark watched this game, so the, the goal that Exeter scored was a, was a lovely lob to bring him back into it. David Wheeler, the goal scorer. It was very nice. Yes, I was watching this game, and it was a very good goal. Um, and a little um, tip for next season: um, in the League Two playoffs, teams um, finishing seventh in the league have gone up um, five of the last eight um, campaigns. So, end of next season, I'll probably put a five on whoever finishes seventh in the um, in the in the League Two playoffs. Uh, Owen Oyston looked like an absolute bell. Wait, hold on. I have a question. Yeah? How many teams are in the League Two playoff? 
There's three got automatically, and then there's four in the playoffs. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Right, okay. Let's get back to the fact that Owen Oyston is like a. Owen Oyston, as we are well, the Oyston family, they are literal bellends. Um, he dressed like one because he was in a bright orange suit, and it wasn't hilarious like Dumb and Dumber. He just looked like an idiot. Um, and fans boycotted the <laughs> final as well. That's what I was about to say, didn't yeah. from boycott. Because the Oyston family of well, they're just not like when when you're a chairman that sues fans for. I was going to say, is this the one that sued that bloke and then tried to get Peter K to apologise? Something like that, yeah. Because he just, he just, um, what? Yeah. I'm not sure about the Peter K thing. Yes. I know that he sued. A, I know they sued a fan for making slanderous comments online, but not anything bad, saying basically you're shit. And they <laughs> and, and they sued him for that, saying it was defamation of character or something. And it was like an eighty, like a sixty, seventy-eight year old man that's been following the club for loads and loads of years. What's the Peter K thing? Um, I'm just looking it up, but basically, I'm pretty sure um, he called the owners a weasel. Oh, and the owner, no. like, it was, all I, got, I, like, he, he got, um, yeah, he got, like, all um, angry about it and then tried to get Peter K to write um, an apology letter. And Peter K wrote a thing apologising to weasels that he'd, he'd compared them to the uh, owner. I don't think it was Peter K, but I think it was someone, it was, it was a, was it a Kevin, comedian. It was, um, was it Kevin Bridges? It might be. I, I'm. I'm looking as well. There's the. I'm putting Oyston Weasel into Google. I don't, I don't know what's going to come up. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It was. It was one of the northern comedians. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was Peter K, but I'm probably wrong. Yeah, I can't. I'm trying to. Um, I'm trying. Uh, is it Carl? Uh, Carl Oyston. We- I'm googling Carl Oyston Weasel comedian. And <laughs> there we go. No, it was. You said. You said Peter Kay. You said Kevin Bridges. It was Jason Manford. Oh, okay. The budget, Peter Kay. So you were close. Enough. Oh, Kevin Bridges is the Scottish one, isn't he? Yeah. So it wouldn't have been him. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was it. Was Jason Manford, and then he, then he did all the things you said. So correct story, wrong comedian. Uh, we'll, we'll let you have it um, let's look at some other Premier League news quickly um, Watford have appointed Marco Silva as a new manager pretty decent like he's only going to be there for a year we know that but yeah. I think it's a good one for uh, Watford yeah but was, yeah got a good gap year for Marco Silva because he'll get sacks exactly. next season um, a lovely a lovely yeah um, Man City have gone mental early doors they've just Signing they have. They've gone. They've gone. Yeah. They've, they've they've basically what they've done again. Another football manager reference. They've got their budget earlier than everyone else and just spend it all straight away. So they've they've, they've brought in Bernardo Silva from uh, Monaco and they're bringing in um, Edison for thirty three million, making him the highest paid goalkeeper. I think that's the bit like no, most expensive goalkeeper. Most expensive goalkeeper. Um, has that beat De Gea's? Is it? No, it beats uh, Buffon. Wow, I thought De Gea had broken No, 2001. Was that from Palmer to Juve? Juve. It was indeed. Uh, Yeah, it looks like obviously Joe Hart. I mean, Joe Hart's going to be showed the door. So middling to lower Premier League clubs, start your engines because Joe Hart's knocking about. Um, Riyad Mahrez is asked to um, leave Leicester this summer. Um, To the surprise of no one. Yeah, it's a lot of surprise. 
Le- Leicester, uh, like that, could, if they, I have a really interesting suspicion that they didn't go down this season, but they could be up really close to it next season. Because I feel like a lot of players are going to kind of shuffle off now because they're like, well, the magic's over. We've had Champions League. Bye, everyone, and they're going to disappear. Um, one, actually, one team who's not going to go after um, Joe Hart is Bournemouth because they've um, signed Asmir Begovic from Chelsea for ten million. They have indeed. Brilliant Good signing. Fantastic signing. And also, we predicted uh, on the podcast, because I think around Christmas, we were saying that Bournemouth signed the keeper this summer was like the most obvious transfer in the yeah. world. Because Arthur Boric, even though he's comedy gold, um, isn't very good in the Premier League, so they need a new keeper. I believe we actually might have said Begovic at some point as well, so let's continue to toot our own horns. And that means now that Chelsea need to find someone who's willing to sit on their bench for various thousands of pounds a week. Joe Hart's not been about. Uh, it'd be really hard. It's a strange job, isn't it? That. Because it's so... Well, it's, being the reserve yeah. keeper. Yeah, because being a reserve keeper, like, so when you're bought, when, when, you, when you're brought in for that, it's not something you can dress up as anything. It's quite literally, you're coming in to be the reserve keeper. Um, mm. Or they might call it the cup keeper now. So... It must be a really... It's a strange world. Yeah. Um, and we're talking about backup keepers, so we know what keeper I'm going to bring up. It's your friend of mine, Peggy Offex said. Um, and, it's, <laughs> and it's time to do... The thing we've done, I've done every time someone brings up backup goalkeepers is how many games did Peggy Offex said play in his career? Let's... I'm going to... Remember, he was, he was a constant backup goalkeeper, never actually started for a team, I think. Um, but I... He started his career in 1989 and retired in 2005. Lisbeth, how many games, so how many appearances did Peggy Arfex said um, make in a career spanning 89 to 99? Um, 15 years, 16 years rather. How many appearances did he make? Eight. Mart, how many are you going for? Uh, 27. Mart's closest in a 16 year career. Peggy Offex had made 39 career wow. appearances. Wow. Good lord. That's and, amazing. And he made his most appearances for Leicester City. Yes. And is he just like, Is he a very rich man now? I don't know. I'm really not sure. I also I'm going to let me just double check something because I'm fairly certain this was a rumor that went around that I believe um last year. I believe it was me and Mark talked about it maybe on an old podcast. And he had to um, uh, deny it. Yeah, like, yeah, it was literally. It was um, March last year um, that Peggy Offex had to come out and deny that he's now a porn star. <laughs> Have you heard this thing about um, uh, Asu um How do I say it? Asu Akato. We've read yeah because yeah. Redknapp, shock of all shocks, wants to sign him at Birmingham, um, and, and he came- said he was a porn star. No, he said that he's not interested in football anymore. He's more interested in try- starting out his new career as a porn star. And I'm like, okay, sure, sure, why not? Like, <laughs> it's just a t- ridiculous thing to say. It's like that he like because as Benoit Suakato is a rapper, um, does plays football, is a rapper, is now trying to become an, an adult film star. Is he just like trying to? It, it, does he have the mind of a fifteen year old? And he's just wait. So it's actually the- true. Well, I don't know about the, the Benoit Suakata one, but is he trying to, like, fulfill every admit, career that it's, a 15-year-old wants? It's not something I'm going to Google, is he? So I'm not going to... Yeah, we're not, we're not Googling <laughs> that. I'm not... If there's, if there's... Yeah. 
my NS of it, my internet history is solid enough. I'm not selling it by looking up for that. Um, so yeah, so it, it's Thanks gonna be sharing. A, all he needs to be is a YouTuber, and basically he's got all four careers that most preteen boys want. <laughs> he's, he's filled all the cards. Um, I wonder how long. I bet now. I bet now, like in uh, in schools of another country, there's like careers people going to careers advice. What do you want to be when you're older? I want to be a YouTuber. And the careers advice was like, what? What's that? No, I bet no it. it's already it's already true. Um, the year six um, that left last year, a good five of them said their career was to become a YouTuber. Oh my god! In all fairness, it's not as if they were saying that. They did have drive for it. They had plans and everything. The idea of, of saturation is, is not a well, job. You try, am I really going to try and explain it to a nine-year-old, Mark? don't know. I just told him, to come, I, I, I told him to come back to the... I told him to come back to me when he's got a million subscribers, so... Good work. And his, his video, that video will be, someone once told me I would never back to anything and now I've got a million subscribers. In brackets, exposed. Um, <laughs> yeah, story time. <laughs> um... YouTube jokes. Um, oh let's look at the uh, stuff the football league because loads of managers have left their jobs. Um, Wolves have um, uh, have lost Paul Lambert, but apparently they're getting the former Porto coach. He's got it's like Nuno Esperinto. I I probably Espirit, got that name Espirit, from Espirito Santo. Yeah, um, he's going to come in. I was interested because someone said about obviously there's the um, lack of British managers being brought in. I'm like, well, mainly because unless apart from the three or four really good ones, the rest of them. Clearly, aren't doing well enough to get these jobs because um, Gary Monk has left Leeds United head coach. Um, he's fallen out with the new owner, um, Andrea um, Razzarini, and they couldn't reach an agreement. Um, Norwich City have signed the guy that replaced David Wagner, um, Borussia Dortmund's reserve team. Mm. Um, Daniel Fark was an interesting face. Yes, I was saying to someone yesterday when I was at Wembley watching Huddersfield get promoted to the Premier League that... Um, I would. I, th- I said, if regardless of what happened yesterday, um, and what happened yesterday was that we got up to the Premier League, um, that I would put some money on Norwich getting promoted next season because of who they brought in, uh, and I stand by that. I don't bet really as a rule. I don't think. I think I don't really find any enjoyment in it. So I, I not that like I've got anything against it. I just don't. But I, if anyone wants a tip, I would say uh, keep an eye on Norwich because I've got a feeling they will be doing. It's very similar to what Huddersfield did this year, but with a lot more money because they've still got parachute payments. Also, um, I believe that us and many headline writers are going to get tremendous joy out of his last name being Fark. Yes. Well, if you look at the replies to any tweet mentioning him, you will see that everyone has pretty much played that one out. Well, it's not. We'll, we'll still rinse it. We don't really... We don't pay mind to anyone saying we've rinsed the job. Oh no, not not to say. Oh god, no. Let's keep doing it. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. Everyone would be. Everyone is doing that. Um, Wigan went down. Portsmouth went up. So Wigan stole Portsmouth manager because Paul Cook is going to be the new manager of um, Wigan Athletic in League One next season. Um, and a little thing can't just finish off before we go on to some European and other football things. Um, Exeter City manager Paul Disdale said that um, their youngster Ethan Apandu has only been able to link up with the Wales squad because he's on half term. He's 16 years old and he's currently sitting his GCSE exams, but he's on the um, he's in the training camp in Portugal with the Wales national team. But literally, he's like, we've only yet like he's got exams. We're not making him miss school. It's, it's, I love when these things happen. So I'm like, nope, you're still doing your exams, even though you're going to play with Gareth Bale next week. Just shouldn't he be at home revising? I imagine they've sent a tutor out with him. If not, then they they they've gone like that's that's what happened. When Paul did asking him, he's not missing his GCSEs. He's on half term. He's with the squad. Should he be revising? 
shit. They've not thought it through. <laughs> um, let's go on to other football because all the things have happened. Um, Barcelona have appointed Ernesto Valverde on a coach of a two-year deal. He's the um, former Atletico Bilbao coach. Um, apparently, he's not the fans' choice because apparently they did a vote and he was like got four percent of the vote. They wanted um, Jorge Sampaoli, who I think is the is he a severe coach? Uh, I think he was. Was, was, the, was, was the person that came second, David Bagner, the person who got Huddersfield promoted to the Premier League yesterday? No, it was fuck off Matt Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, that. I love that. Like they they did a fan vote, like as if football fans know anything as a collective. Oh, my favorite one ever, and this is this is genuinely true. They did a um, a vote. I think in like the the Bolt- Manchester Evening News or something like, or like a local newspaper for Bolton. No one, Gary Megson got appointed as Bolton manager. Yeah. Many many years ago, they did a vote before like who they want, um, what um, who they'd want to um, be the Bolton manager. Gary Megson came bottom, I think, with like 0.1 percent. You know who came above him? A N other, as in that literally nice. the, the thought of anyone else was more preferential for Bolton fans than Gary Megson being in charge. <laughs> and by, by by that technically, you Lizzie Hollis was a better option in the fans' eyes than Gary Megson as Bolton Wanderers boss. Oh, Lizzie, congrats. Oh, I mean, do I need to make a speech? I'm really well, pleased was, to have this, been this was, chosen was, as, as it, you know, the fan of Bolton. This was this was 10 years ago, so you're the fan of Bolton 10 years ago. Oh, man. But they, oh, worth a check I out. Can, Maybe they still want you there. We'll have to find out. I mean, they're not doing particularly well, are they? They got promoted. Did they get promoted or did they... No, they... No, I think they just missed out on promotion, I think, Bolton. Well, then they could use... No, Bolton, got, no Bolton did get promoted. Oh, they did get promoted, okay. So, they do, they're doing all right. I don't think they need you at the moment. Just to see how this season pans out. They might need you, like, in January or something for a boost. You could be like their, their Harry Redknapp. For Birmingham. Oh, God. Please um, never compare um, me to Harry Redknapp ever yeah. again. Valverde seems a bit of a yes-man um, that he's going to get easily manipulated by the board and the players and stuff. So, we'll see how that pans out. Um, they beat Alaves 3-1 to get the Copa del Rey for the third year running. And they gave Luis Enrique um, a winning send-off. Um, I wonder, I'm uh, uh, interesting where he's going to go. I mean, there's a lot of spaces open now. You've got um, Dortmund, Thomas Tuchel. Obviously, he's left after two years in charge to not go to Arsenal. Um, um, <laughs> in his last game, they, again, like literally, it's, it's um, you do you win, a, win a cup, piss off. Everyone's done it apart from Wenger, which is brilliant. <laughs> Luis Enrique won the Copa del Rey, left. Tuchel won the um, German Cup, left. Wenger won the FA Cup. I'm still staying. Middle fingers off Um Yeah, mm. um, a player that I think he's actually going to be low. I think he may have put a transfer request in. Um, Pierre um, Aubameyang scored in the 67th minute as Dortmund beat Eintracht, Eintracht Frankfurt in the German Cup to end their run of three final defeats in a row. Um and Rome have parted company of Luciano Spalletti after they finished second in Serie A this season. But the final thing to, um, to talk about, um, obviously, that wasn't the only person finishing up their Roma time this weekend. And it's um, a sad time for many a football fan because Francesco Totti has, um, has finished up with Roma. 25 years. 25 years he was a first-team player. He was at the club for 28 years. I've got something to say at the Francesco end. Francesco Totti was at Roma for longer than I've been alive. Um, was he? Yeah, he was there twenty five. Yeah, he was twenty. Well, no, he was there for twenty eight years. So he's there. Literally, yeah. he was there when I was born. 
So yeah, he he's been there longer than I've been alive. And um, I was having to say at the at the end of this that might excite Mar, but we'll leave that for a bit. Um, Three hundred and seven goals and seven hundred and eighty six games for the club. He came on against Genoa for a standing ovation. Um, they won the game three two. They got themselves Champions League group stage football next season. Um, after the game, he read a letter out to the fans. We put it up on our Tumblr. The whole thing. It's, it's such a it's, it is such a typical Italian dramatic fight. You can see him like reading it to his like soldiers at, at the final battle. Like it's one of those things. But I'll read some bits of it. He's um he's, uh, he said like I'm afraid. I do go. I'm afraid. I can't see what the future looks like. Imagine you're a child having a good dream when your mother wakes you up to go to school. You want to keep dreaming. You try to slip back into the dream, but you never can. This time, it's not a dream, but reality. And I can no longer slip back in. Oh, that's really lovely. Um, it's like when um, Buffon, it's like when Buffon like um, wrote a letter to his goal. Oh yeah, he's like, I turned my back on you. That one. Mm. I never turn my back on you again. Um, this is the thing that might excite, um, might excite Mark, just to finish things up. He's expected to become a Roma director, but a, a statement came out um, during the week that's led to rumours that he could play on elsewhere. <gasps> Sign him up. Yeah, I, I'd be out. Get him a Fulham. Let's have him. I, I, the rumours America, right? Oh, no, balls to that. Get him a Fulham. I want him and Ryan Session to live together. We've got the most hilarious sitcom ever. No, but Ryan Sessegnon apparently is one of the people that uh, one of the people that Newcastle are buying. Shut so. up! Shut up and die in a fire! Shut up! Right. Um, don't die in a fire. That's mean. But maybe get slightly injured in a fire. Um, let's round up the podcast before I threaten more death on Matt Harrison for being a dick. Um, if you want to get in touch with us at Awkward Rabona, Tumblr is awkwardrabona.tumblr.com. Um, Facebook is all forward slash awkward boner. The video of Ozil saying Yar Gunners Yar is up there and also the, the full speech of Totti, which is a lovely read. It's very nice that it sits there in between all the various ridiculous memes and dick jokes we put up on our Tumblr. Um, and search for us on SoundCloud, um, follow us on SoundCloud, like our stuff, download it um, to search awkward Rabona. Um, thank you for being on the podcast this week, Lizbeth. Thank you. Mark. Go fuck yourself. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's been a good day. I, <laughs> next week, the Champions League final, and then we're kind of we're finished for the summer. That's it. Done. Finito. Kaput. For a couple of weeks, and then we'll be back with... <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just started laughing. <laughs> I genuinely thought you had more to say. Yeah, me too. You were like, we're finished. And I was like, I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> Is that my line? <laughs> No, we've we finished for a couple of weeks. I feel like we need a break for summer. I've kind of had enough football for a little bit. You know, I yesterday was so good. Yeah, um, Mark, tell me, tell me again. Um, why did um, why did why did why was yesterday so good? You're gonna cut me off, aren't you? No, no, no. I swear, I'm not gonna cut you off. Tell, tell it one more time. Get a system. Why was it so good? Well, when I got home, I ate. Like- um. Yeah, I just hung up on him. That was the Awkward Rabona podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>